<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. listening to a Globe Studios podcast in partnership with Podcast Network Asia. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Tawalets. Before we begin, I'd like to remind everyone, yep, check out the description of this episode. Check out all the affiliate links that you can use to help support this podcast. We have Lazada, we have Shopee, we have Amazon, and you can even check out my personal link tree if you wish, linktree.com slash King. And yeah, hopefully you can subscribe to this podcast as well if you like listening to this episode and the others. Listen to the others. All right. Anyway, so I'm alone today. This is going to be me rambling again. I know, I know. I don't know if you like this or not, but I feel like this is a topic that needs to be addressed. So I got a DM from a lovely lady who I shall not name. She's a stranger. I never met her before, but she decided to just message me out of the blue after watching me perform at uh, my set. Okay, so I performed a set, right? And she brought up the topic of misogyny in the jokes of some of the comedians that night. Um, Also, she felt a little bothered that there were certain things, certain behaviors that weren't being called out by the audience that made her feel uncomfortable. So, okay, get it. I get it. But the thing is, I'm coming from an understanding perspective. What do I mean by that? Uh, I'm 35, right? I've been around, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm not young. So I got to see misogyny in its absolute Prime. And I'm sure a lot of us got to see that also. Pre-Me Too movement, this stuff was normal, all right? Uh, yes, I've experienced people in power using the fact that they were in power to try to get things from me, you know, harassment and all of that. And I think I should start from the very beginning. So when I was growing up, I grew up with boys. Uh, all my cousins were boys. My playmates were boys. I came from a co-ed school. So, I mean, I was around guys a lot. And I would hear what they would talk about. And I would think that it was normal. And so in my head, these things, you know, yeah, they had their time. They were They were funny for the time. Yeah, even if they were kind of degrading to women. To me, growing up with that kind of language was normal. You know, I'd hear people talk about the girls they slept with proudly. I, you know, locker room talk was so absolutely normal that I, thinking about it before now, I mean, in hindsight, I, I, I'm kind of grossed out with myself that <laughs> I found this behavior to be normal. And I used to say like, yeah, I'm one of the guys because you know, girls, I, I, I get along more with guys. This, of course, changed completely when I started making friends. My barcada, I have like one guy in the barcada and we're all girls. Female friends are the best, the most supporting group of friends that you can ever have. Just saying. So my mind changed about that. But like I said, growing up in that kind of world, 
where people were talking about women like that was so normal for me. So I started watching videos everywhere, YouTube, TikTok, about misogyny and feminism. And I learned a lot about it. And I feel like maybe this person who messaged me is of a younger generation that sort of got used to that idea already that women should be treated. I mean, technically, okay, women should be treated with respect at any given point in time. But there was a time that it was normal to brag about the girls that you slept with, to talk about women's bodies. There was a, and it's not that far off, guys, not that far off, just a few years back. So I'm thinking, you know, there are people coming in to this comedy circle now at the time where awareness is very high about what misogyny is and what feminism is. So it may seem backwards to people who just started watching, women who just started watching comedy like this. Now, that being said, um, do I think that comedy should progress? Absolutely, yes. But I think it's a lot to ask for it to be immediately like that. This is a system that, you know what I mean? Like we grew up with this kind of system, this type of normal behavior, talking about women's boobs, talking about their legs and, and you know, stuff like that. Even the, the wokeness, so to speak, of the LGBTQI community, that's only coming into light in the past couple of years. And people are starting to adjust. People are starting to, of course, there's resistance, but people are only starting to really accept it now. So when it comes to misogyny and comedy, I have high hopes for the local comedy scene. I feel like a lot of the comedians are willing to learn anyway and willing to adapt. And I feel like the ones who aren't, yeah, and they're the ones who are going to get left behind. Because of course, you you don't have the same customers watching you all the time. They're going to get old and then they're going to die one day. So you want the younger generation to also start watching you. And it's just a, a, a shift, a change. So I explained to this girl who messaged me that I understand where you're coming from. I get it. You're hearing so much of it. And, and this is a, a live show. There are audiences of X number of people and no one was objecting. So another thing that I'd like to discuss is, of course, how are women going to speak out if the comedy scene itself doesn't really have women? And that, I think, is something that's lacking. Again, we've said it in so many episodes. Women need to come up to the comedy community and share their stories so that there's a more holistic overview of what humor is funny. Because I'm pretty sure that a lot of people would love to hear women's experiences, both good and bad, and, you know, made funny. And if there are more women, then the shift in these types of jokes will eventually happen. I just think that you need to understand it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of time, um, especially since there are still so few women in the comedy scene. But yeah, I, I have nothing but hope. 
I, I think more women are starting to get into it, which is a really good sign. Another thing I'd like to discuss is when I hear this, these jokes, do I get offended? I don't. I don't. Why don't I get offended? Because I grew up hearing all these things. So, you know, it kind of desensitized me. Does that mean that other people are not getting offended? No. Of course, again, towing the line, right? How, how do you know when something's offensive or not? It's very subjective. But I think basically what, what, what I've been hearing a lot of is when women, women's experiences are talked about by men who don't understand them. That's when it's kind of annoying. For example, rape jokes. <laughs> I, I never think rape jokes are okay. Um, I think that's the general consensus, but there are people who will, who will say things like, oh, it's just a joke, blah, blah, blah. Okay, think about it this way. Something happened with spit before I joined. I believe it was, it was before I joined. And it was a corporate gig and they asked the organizers if there was anything that they should avoid saying, like, should we avoid politics? Should we avoid a certain issue? And they didn't say anything. They said nothing. So there is a segment in Spit where you can ask a question to the three-headed oracle. So someone in the audience, it's a huge audience, someone in the audience asked about a wave or a tsunami or gave a suggestion about a tsunami. And at that time, one of the heads of the company was there present and he lost someone to the tsunami in Phuket. All right. So let's use that as an example. You don't know the kind of traumatic event that can trigger someone. So if it's something like that, you know, rape is very dramatic. Clearly, it's a very traumatic experience. Death is a very traumatic experience. Of course, there are people who can joke about death in a funny way because there's no like trauma attached to the way they deliver that. But, you know, a rape experience, a death, a violent death experience, that's something that maybe people shouldn't touch on. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not. There are some things that maybe we should just not. Another thing I told this person was that in the local comedy scene, all the men are just sort of in their echo chamber. So they find certain things funny only because it's just them talking about it. But when they hear an insight, I mean, honestly, guys, it really took me a while to learn. But if I can learn it, I'm sure other men can learn it. It may also have something to do with age for example man i for this other podcast i have to watch horror movies uh, my other podcast is called dead air a horror podcast and we had to watch like old shake rattle and roll movies and you can see the type of humor that has changed over the years because it's okay shake rattle and roll is horror but technically there's always a comedy component them. And you're going to see things there that aren't acceptable anymore now. That whole concept, I know a lot of people are still adjusting to it. Like when they say Gen Z don't like shows like Friends because it's problematic. These were jokes of the time. 
That's really how it was before. And you can't change the past. And that's fine. But also, let's not be stuck there. I mean, yes, I still watch Friends. I still love it. I don't see where the problematic stuff is, honestly, as someone who grew up with the show. Even watching it with my new pair of woke eyes, I don't see anything wrong with it. But that's also because I'm biased to that type of humor. I grew up with that type of humor. And I knew that it was appropriate at the time. Is it appropriate now? Maybe not. Maybe not. So there are things also that I learned. For example, internalized misogyny. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's a lot. It's a lot of concepts. But internalized misogyny is for women, man. For women such as myself that grew up with that kind of thinking that all of this was normal. So until now, they or us, I mean, I've, I've changed, but, you know, women are still resistant to these types of ideas, that these jokes shouldn't be okay, these things shouldn't be done, or even the idea that women are so dramatic, women are so crazy, and women who are like, yeah, women are crazy, men are fine, women are crazy. There are women that say that, like, oh, I can't really get along with other women because they're crazy. I'd rather stay with guys. That is internalized misogyny because... There have been so many examples. Like, for example, why is it that when girls are fans of boy bands and K-pop stuff and they yell and they scream, they're crazy fangirls, but yung mga hooligans na foot, football, the ones who like football and soccer in London, when their team loses, they break stuff. They break shit. Why is that not? I mean, Yes. It's crazy behavior too. Why is it only attached to women? Stuff like that. And even, um, the, okay, so the best example that I thought of when people are like, oh, equality between men and women and, and bodies, like they don't understand. No, it's equal already. It's equal already. Um, the best example I can think of was when there was a feminist protest, I believe, in the US. Some guy put up a placard, and he wasn't wearing a shirt. He was shirtless. He said, I want a world where a woman can dress like me and nothing will happen to her. Ah, isn't that interesting? Who made boobs a private part? Stuff like that. It's it's just, this is this is a system that we we slowly need to change. And I guess what I'm saying is, Change doesn't always happen fast. Sometimes it really takes a while. And although there are a lot of problematic behaviors happening, we can try to be patient and sort of trust that maybe things are getting better. Yes, sometimes we go backwards, but it's not always a straight line when it comes to these things. Um, in the local comedy scene, for example, there are things that audiences will still find fun. Like, it'll divide the audience, whether it's funny or not, or funny or offensive. But once more people of, I don't know, women come into the comedy scene, I think these things can, I really, really think that things can change. Not that I'm saying things are super bad now. It's just, that's the way it's been. But again, I have hope. I have hope. 
So for women out there that are feeling a little, oh my gosh, this, this again, um, do we have to talk about Jahol again? Do we have to talk about this again? Just understand that this has been going on for a while and there are things being put in place to improve. And that goes with all the women listening to this. Guys, I think it's time for us to start voicing out our stories. Don't be shy anymore. You can speak up. It's a different time. It's a completely different time. Um, there will be pushback maybe, but I think it's worth it. Girls, girls, if you're listening to this, get into comedy. Do it. We need more of you. Let's go. Yeah, so that was the topic that I wanted to talk about. Just different types of humor. Again, you know, it's... it's it's very subjective. The things that I find funny, sometimes other people don't find funny. But I do want to see progress in the comedy community. And we are seeing it. We are. More women are coming in and, you know, people are being more inclusive. It's not a men's gentleman's club anymore. We're trying to make it a more inclusive club. And I think it's going to happen. Don't worry. Don't you worry. So I hope you guys um, enjoyed this very short rambling episode. I hope I was able to say stuff. And if it didn't make sense, whatever. Just message me on the Tawalets Instagram. <laughs> if you have any suggestions, please go ahead. Of stuff that I want to talk about. Yeah, just message me on the Tawalets Instagram. It's literally just Tawalets on Instagram. That is the only social media of this podcast. So if you want to reach me, Please message me through there. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>